Hey, this is Jason Bailey from the Dank Rares Podcast. I spend a lot of time looking at the intersection of art and technology, and recently I've been really fascinated by the blockchain and all the impact it could have on art and the art world. In this first episode, I give a little bit of a background on why I'm excited about blockchain and art. In future episodes, you'll hear interviews with the most important pioneers in blockchain and art. Thanks for listening. podcast. I'm Adrian. I've worked with Jason for about 10 years, and this is the most stoked I've ever seen him about a new technology, because it intersects with a lifelong passion, art. My musician husband and I are producing, and we'll throw in some dank rare beats, straight up originals. I sat down with Jason last weekend to ask him, what is crypto art? Why will the blockchain matter in the art world? Why should artists be paying attention now? What's the backstory? And this is what he said. Tell me, you're the expert. Blockchain is disrupting a ton of industries right now. All you have to do is check on Google Trends and you can see it's it's going through the roof. Everybody's searching it daily. Even the people that say it's dumb and don't understand it clearly are trying to figure it out. But where does it actually matter? From the beginning, people have always said that there's an opportunity to revolutionize art. Art is going to be revolutionized by the blockchain because it takes out the middleman and it provides an audience to artists and a way that's cutting down commissions in some cases to zero and allowing digital artists who had no way to buy and sell provably their works now have an opportunity to do that. So what are the implications blockchain technology will have for artists and the art industry? There are four important things that the blockchain does for art. It drives digital art sales through digital scarcity. It democratizes the, the buying of fine art and fine art investment. It improves provenance and reduces art forgery, and it creates a more ethical way of paying artists. We need a breakdown. I believe that the blockchain is gonna drive digital art sales through digital scarcity. So what does that mean? Uh, everybody used to just buy, steal, control C, control V, copy, paste uh, images, because it's really easy to do. Um, but that means that the artists who make the digital art, um, and musicians too, have no way of getting compensated. If you can just copy, paste, and um, distribute things, there's no sense of entitlement that I own this or I don't own this, and it kind of screws over artists and musicians. The second thing would be democratizing fine art investment. So uh, people like me, uh, or you know, the, the vast majority of the world can't own a Picasso, right? So 99% of the world can't own a Picasso. But uh, if you tokenize things, and this just isn't just art, uh, everybody can own a very small share of a very big thing. And that wasn't efficient in the past because there were a lot of fees uh, associated. But now, uh, pretty soon, I'll be able to buy like one millionth of a share of a Picasso painting, um, and I'll genuinely own that. And that's possible because the transaction fees disappear, or at least in theory they do. There's still you know a lot of transaction fees for... Um, for crypto-based transactions. So the third thing uh, would be improving provenance and reducing art forgery. So the closest, like close to my heart, is this idea that there's like 15 to 20% of artworks that are in museums or at auction are generally considered to be forged. And it's a hard thing to estimate because the, the, the very nature of the problem, how do we know how many things are forged? We don't, um, but we know that it comes up often that they're misattributed or, or forged. 
So moving forward, if we were able to work with artists so that they had a cheap and easy way to register their work on the blockchain, uh, which is decentralized, so there'd be you know all, hundreds or thousands and thousands of computers that are aware of the transactions, that's a great way to keep track of who made what and where it's gone. So in the past, artists might sell a work to someone who sells a work to someone who sells a work to someone. They don't even know where that work is anymore. Uh, the blockchain as a... a, a decentralized and publicly available uh, list of transactions would help solve that um, and improve provenance for the future. Creating a more ethical way of paying artists. So this is um, even more so than the last point. This is super important to me. So um, traditionally, uh, there's it's, if you're an artist, I went to art school for undergrad and graduate school, and you want to try to make money off your work, you're already starting from a point of disadvantage because like the only people that can afford art are the people that have already covered all the main things that you need to live, food, shelter, stuff like that. So you've got a small pool to begin with, and then there are an awful lot of artists out there, so you're looking for a market where maybe people can pay you so that you can do more creative work. So the blockchain, people have really gotten excited about it and started creating these platforms where you can uh, they're excited to promote work by artists. There are actually not enough artists to, to fuel all of these platforms that people are making. So that's one exciting part. There's actually... We'll talk about it, but there's a chance for artists to really get their work broadly out. Another exciting part is in the old school system, the art, the commissions you know could be fifty percent. That's not that uncommon. A gallery could take fifty percent of your um, your your sale, and now these platforms are actually taking zero percent commission, um, at least in the early days. So you get a hundred percent of what you sell. And the real cool thing about the blockchain is that um, because you're tracking the sale indefinitely forever. You could actually give the artist like 10, 20, 30% of every sale in the future too. So instead of just getting a one-time um, you know, uh, amount of money off of what your artwork was sold for, you can, you can be uh, compensated for every additional sale. Okay, this is coming together. But there's one thing we're still at a loss for. We're understanding digital property, but still not understanding how this changes digital ownership. Money's worth money because we all agree it's worth money. If I try to buy pizza from you with a napkin, you're gonna say, no, that's a dumb piece of paper. If I try to buy a pizza from you with a $50 bill, you're gonna say that piece of paper is worth a pizza and some change back, right? So it's all social contracts, right? That's like the core step one thing. So when people start to say like, yeah, but you know, how, why do I actually own this and don't own this? Can I still steal your music or cut and paste your image? Yeah, but can I still punch you in the face and take your keys and steal your car? Of course I could do that, but I don't do that because now I know that it's something that's owned, right? So what's unique and interesting about the blockchain is that um, people are agreeing that I own this. Just because it's digital doesn't mean that it's not ownable. And the token makes it so that when I transfer ownership, it can be tracked. And if I destroy the token, the thing no longer exists, right? So it gives us the opportunity to treat digital assets and buy, trade, sell, destroy them like physical assets. That's a really key um, thing. So blockchain allows us to treat digital assets like physical assets because we can buy, sell, trade, create, and destroy them, right? And does that mean that people can still steal my music and my art? Yes, they can still steal my music and my art, but people, the only reason I own my house is because an angry mob isn't allowed to come and kick me out of it. Right? So there are social rules that keep us from stealing crap. Um, and the, what the blockchain does is make the norm for digital property, it makes the norm to be buying, selling, and trading. And now that there's a, a, a way to do that that's socially acceptable, 
you're gonna look 10x more like an asshole if you steal a song or you steal an image when there's actually an option for you to own it um, through probably a reasonable amount of money using the, block, the blockchain to track that ownership. Yeah, but can I still punch you in the face and take your keys and steal your car? <laughs>